You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. It's Monday, September 25th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and this is going to be the most jam-packed broadcast ever. The quickening is here. The political planets have aligned for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are entering a time of increased insanity a singularity of corruption. So let me boil down what's coming up in this first hour, in this short first segment, and then we'll break down each one of these subjects that all tie together uh, coming up after this first break. Obviously, the big story, because it's so illustrative of the truth and how the public has been put into a trance and that real Nazis are hiding in plain view while the same globalist establishment labels anybody that doesn't accept the WEF, and the New World Order's real fascist policies as Nazis. You have an SS soldier of the Waffen-SS, the Armed Nazi Special Forces of Special Forces, whose jobs in occupied countries was to carry out torture, execution, extermination, getting a standing ovation with Trudeau, and Zelensky, who brought him there to the event, and you've got the parliament members that are so historically ignorant, they don't know when they say, and this hero who fought against the Russians in World War II in Ukraine. Well, the people that fought against the Russians in Ukraine in World War II were the Nazis. Ukraine was occupied by the Nazis, and it's their great-grandsons and grandsons that are the main fighting force today and who have an actual Nazi symbol on their official uniforms. And most of them have Waffen-SS twin lightning bolt tattoos and swastikas, and they do the Hitler blood and soil rituals. If you know World War II history, like I do, I'm quite the buff on it. It's just blaringly obvious. But it's like if you know a language and somebody else doesn't. Like if you know what Crip and Blood or MS-13 gang signs are and you see it tattooed on somebody, you know they're a former prisoner, an ex-con. But for somebody that doesn't know what those tattoos mean, they have no idea what they're dealing with. And so this is, ignorance is bliss, but really what it is is incredibly destructive. So that's the first massive, massive story that we're going to be covering because here's Zelensky, who's Jewish, with an actual SS member who they now admit that battalion he was in helped run the extermination at the famous execution points where they've now built World War II Holocaust memorials. You cannot make that up. So here's Zelensky setting up World War II memorials for dead Jews killed and shoveled into ravines by the tens of thousands. Uh, with Marina Abramovich putting up a big occultic memorial there. Can't make that up. By the way, he's hiring her as the ambassador, quote, to the children, the world's greatest, most famous witch, and Aleister Crowley, high priestess. And then (laughs) over here he's doing that, and then over on the other side he brings a 98-year-old Nazi to praise him at the uh, parliament. Okay, so 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 I'm going to get more to that coming up. This is just so insane. And meanwhile, I'm called a Nazi by the ADL. I mean, you can't make this up. And meanwhile, Trump's called a Nazi when his grandkids are Jewish. So it just goes on and on and on. He moves the uh, 
U.S. Embassy back to Jerusalem. It's just, just unbelievable. So he's a Nazi. And then you've got the ADL worshiping, as usual, George Soros, who was an actual Nazi collaborator as well, and said he wasn't sorry for it the best time of his life. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm already covering the story, but I'm going to cover it next segment. Then we're going to get into the Border Patrol saying the border's totally broken. We already know that. But that they can't protect America because they've been ordered to process illegals and bring them in. And they basically are human smugglers now. And they're trying to follow their oath and even having internal protest. That's coming up. Also, Zelensky's demanded a total blank check. Senator Josh Howley has been given classified briefings. It's gone public. Said they want unlimited funds, even though they admit the Ukrainians are losing internally. They've been briefed on that, losing bad, but then they lie to the American people. Uh, that's all coming up. It's just a massive, massive broadcast today. Tell everybody you know, tune in now. We'll play all the video clips and more. The start of the next segment, Infowars.com, Newswars.com, Bandop Video. Those are the coordinates of freedom. Share those links now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now an absolute fact. It cannot be doubted that there is a massive, exploding, accelerating global awakening to the entire globalist new world order agenda and everything they touch is turning to pure crap all over the western world nationalist and populist and anti-globalist who are both right-wing and even left-wing are surging in the polls and winning elections everywhere the few places they're not winning there's clear election fraud like here in the united states and in Brazil, where they stole it from Bolsonaro. And in both countries, they're trying to bar both men, Trump and Bolsonaro, from being able to run for office again. But, hey, the globalists can try to hold the damn back, but they're never going to be successful unless they're able to manipulate the Russians into starting a nuclear war. And the ruling class believes that that might be better for them because their real enemy is the people and progress taking control of the planet. They want control of human development. They want control of human destiny. They want control of the live extension technology. So again, thank you for joining us on this live Monday edition. Let me break down what we're about to cover. Trump is 10 to 15 points ahead in hundreds of polls. You notice I've been saying this for about a year because I look at the real scientific polls that are done by major institutions, organizations, and groups that never get any media attention. But now the Washington Post, ABC News, and others with their skewed polls show Trump at least 10 points ahead of Biden. And when you look at subsects of the polls, he's more than 15 to 20 points ahead of Biden in key demographics like under 35. Ladies and gentlemen, that has got them in total panic mode because even their skewed polls that oversample Democrats and have a bunch of other manipulated data points that are put into the equation show him 10 points ahead. That means 20 points ahead in the general public, 30 points ahead and under 35. This is just an unprecedented gigantor lead that we've not seen since polling began in this country over a hundred years ago. That's one of the giant stories we're going to be covering. We've got huge Ukraine news from Senator Josh Howley, who has come out and said that obviously he's been given classified briefings, and we don't need classified briefings to know this because the evidence is there, but it just further confirms 
that Russia has completely dominated and won. The Ukrainian military is broken. All the NATO funds and weapons have done nothing. Russia's getting stronger by the day. But that Zelensky and NATO want a, quote, blank check of, quote, hundreds of billions more a year for at least a decade. I know Holly's telling the truth because he's a credible guy. Plus, they've already said, NATO's already said, oh, we're building permanent factories in Poland and places for weapons because this is going to go on perhaps for more than a decade. So we've got that huge news. Uh, we've got the Border Patrol videos of their internal meetings where they're saying, we've fallen oaths of office. We're not going to keep smelling illegal aliens in. Joe Biden's a criminal. We're not going to be part of this. And now the head of the Border Patrol has gone public saying that. So they're putting their jobs and their futures on the line. Finally, the American people are doing the right thing. Finally, the bureaucrats are doing the right thing. Finally, the men and women in law enforcement at many levels are doing the right thing. It's very small, high-powered, at-the-top cadres of the Justice Department and FBI that are actually running all the persecution. Uh, I'm not saying the people low-level are perfect, but we're definitely seeing massive whistleblowers and massive resistance. So let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, I believe these agencies need to be reorganized or abolished, but at the same time, they're not all our enemies, and we've got to be ready for more of them to come over to our side just like we've seen with so many other prominent organizations and groups. Because as it dawns on the world how evil the New World Order is and how destructive it is, and that your own future rests with resisting them, we got to be ready to have defectors over to our side. Freedom is popular, folks. Tyranny doesn't ever go on forever. So when we see all these people talking like Alex Jones, when, when, when we see the understanding of the New World Order becoming mainstream, we have to be ready to accept these people. We have to be ready to win. That is so important. Speaking of ready to win, the biggest public humiliation for the globalists that I've seen in a long time just happened. This has really struck a chord. It's really gotten people's attention. And that's the first big story I'm going to cover right now. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. Yaroslav Yunka, 98, fought in one of the most prestigious SS groups of World War II, where much of the war took place and where some of the biggest massacres and Holocaust events were also carried out. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he was a member of the armed SS. He was a member of the most elite Nazi organization on the planet. An actual Nazi of the 14th Division of the Waffen-SS in the field. Now, for anybody that studied World War II, and I certainly have, I've probably read 200 books on the subject, found it fascinating when I was very young, and then over the years I've read over 200 books. But you would think that when they gave him a standing ovation a few days ago with Zelensky in the Canadian Parliament, for, quote, fighting the Russians in World War II, that the members of parliament would have known 
that we were on the side of the Russians in World War II and that the Ukrainians were on the side of the Nazis. But, oh, they didn't know that because all they do, like trained SEALs who are given a fish, is salute and praise whatever they're told to promote. And this is really blown up in their face because Putin has not been lying about the fact that the largest contingent of the Ukrainian military and of the ruling class in the, in the current group that's in control there is Nazis. That is the historic, factual demographic of Ukraine since World War II. The Nazis occupied the country for several years, and the majority of the Ukrainians, around 60%, historians estimate, sided with the Nazis. So in the East, they were mainly Russians. In the West, they saw themselves as more Germanic and Aryan. And that's why the government of Ukraine officially calls the Russians subhuman and calls them orcs from Lord of the Rings. Because they, they say Slavs are basically subhuman, even though almost everyone in that country is at least part Slavic with a Slavic background, even the ones that are blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is the reality. But the New York Times, CNN have covered it up and said that it's a Russian lie that there are any Nazis over there, despite the fact their official uniforms have the Nazi symbol used by Ukrainians in World War II, and that many of the soldiers have swastikas on their arms. They do the Hitlerian blood and soil rituals with tens of thousands of troops at initiations where they cut themselves and climb in these graves and rub dirt all over themselves and just weird, bizarre, uh, Germanic rituals that, that, that basically Hitler developed. You cannot make this up. This is a real live Nazi cult. But, but see, when I say the globalists are like Nazis, I would say Xi Jinping is like a Nazi or Xi Jinping is like Attila the Hun. Just because somebody's a different color doesn't mean they can't be a supremacist organization. Hitler was based on race. Xi Jinping in China is based on race. And if you look at Klaus Schwab, whose father and grandfather were Nazis, his grandfather helped head up the biggest weapons munition facility um, and was the head executive of the third largest weapons maker. And it just goes on and on. It's just like the ADL giving awards to George Soros. George Soros told 60 Minutes the best time of his life was working for Hitler. And they didn't feel bad about it. And then it was, quote, exhilarating. Arnold Schwarzenegger told Rolling Stone he loved Hitler. But that's okay because they support the leftist agenda. So I'm not saying that Soros is a Nazi. What I'm saying is, is that they're in a cult of evil and they'll work with anybody who is evil, but anybody who's good, they will oppose. This is the sickening left actually giving a standing ovation to a real live 98-year-old Nazi. And now the ADL and Simon Wiesenthal Center and all of them have egg on their face because they're busy calling the average American Nazis and, and, and demonizing us with no proof or no evidence. And the left's getting caught all the time creating fake Nazi groups that they control. And then meanwhile... They're so ignorant or, 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 or just such a cult or think we're so stupid that they bring a super rare. That's like finding a leprechaun or something. 
or uh, but a demonic version of it, a 98-year-old actual Waffen SS guy who took part in massacres of Jews and shoveled 30-something thousand of them into a ravine, the, 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 the same place that Zelensky builds memorials to Jews, and then he's right there with a the guy that helped kill him and shovel him into a, a, a ravine. I mean, maybe this guy will go on 60 Minutes and say he doesn't feel bad he did it, and he'd do it again, and it was the best part of his life, and it was exhilarating and happy-making, and maybe the ADL will give him an award. That's how sick these people are, and it's emblematic of everything they do is turning to crap. Every lie they've put out is blowing up in their face, and the people are seeing through Jack Smith and the U.N. prosecutors. That's, that's, that's who they've got. His team is made up of a bunch of U.N. prosecutors, not just him, from The Hague. And, and it's the same globalist story every day. The U.N. taking over our health care and our bodies. The U.N. taking over regulation and censorship of the Internet. It's all being announced. The U.N. taking over control of global energy. Well, who runs the U.N.? The big global corporations. Who created the EU trouble and got sued? Because on the wall behind her was a famous painting that had been missing since World War II that her father stole from fellow Jews claiming he'd help them get out of the country, and he stole their wealth, the equivalent of billions, and then handed Jews over to the Nazis. So he was a big version of George Soros. So see the relationship now? I'm not saying the ADL are Nazis. I'm saying they use Nazis to scare Jews into serving them and giving them money and giving them power. Then they can demonize all their opposition as Nazis while being knee-deep are really neck deep with actual Nazis. These are super predators, ladies and gentlemen. And I could go on for hours with all these big, powerful, prominent Jews working with the Nazis to round up Jews. That's a big scandal from World War II, folks. A lot of Jews were able to get out and go to Israel and go to the U.S. and go other places. But they had to pay money, ladies and gentlemen, Palestine at the time. They had to pay money to the brokers who were Jewish in many cases to do it. And that's the dirty secret of Madeleine Albright and George Soros and the ADL. And now there's their God, Zelensky, saying, oh, I'm a Jewish president, so it's okay. We've got an army made up of Nazis. Zelensky last year told the New York Times, yeah, a lot of our people are Nazis. They're good people. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's why they arrogantly brought this guy up there was to celebrate it and to rub it in our faces over and over and over and over and over again. So what is Madeleine Albright? Is she a Nazi? No, she's a monstrous, cutthroat, ruthless killer because that stuff existed before the Nazis. It exists now today. It's just called evil people. Madeleine Albright's evil. Xi Jinping's evil. The ADL's evil. Zelensky's evil. The Azov Battalion's evil, and they're starting World War III. So that's our first big report. Look at the photos, see the videos, see it all for yourself on Infowars.com. But the world is awakening, and the globalist tyrants know that their time is short. Now let's move on to our next big story. Oh, wait, before I move on to the next story, I forgot this one last little tidbit. I mean, there's so many. We'll talk about it more later. Here is one member of the Canadian Parliament a few years ago during the Canadian trucker protest against the endless lockdowns and forced injections saying that honk, honk, honking your horn is code for Heil Hitler. And it wasn't just this kook. It was a bunch of others saying it as well. So the OK hand symbol, all of that's bad. All of that's Nazi. Being white's inherently evil, says the ADL. Just white people are inherently bad, except for uh, ADL members. 
But if you honk your horn, that's also Heil Hitler. Here it is. How much vitriol do we have to see of honk honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler, do we need to see by these protesters on social media? Now, you heard her. She's a member of the Canadian Parliament, and if you honk your horn in protest, you are hailing Hitler. Now, if you give a standing ovation to an actual SS commander uh, who helped round up Jews and shoot them in the back of the head and throw them into pits, no problem. No problem. But if you don't want to be locked down in your house, don't want kids to have to wear masks forever, don't want to be locked down, don't want to you know, starve everybody to death, you are a Nazi. But if you want to lock people up in their houses and tell them they're not essential, and basically watch them commit suicide like a Nazi, then you are a Nazi. You understand? Okay, good. Let's move on to the next subject. And remember, all of this is interconnected. Once you understand history, once you understand the globalist roots, once you understand their aims and their goals, then you can study each section of their attacks, each head of the Hydra, and understand how to defeat them. So segueing out of the actual SS Soldier of death, the actual individual now they're reporting that was conducting the lining up Jews in mass and shooting them and putting them in barns and burning them up. Some of the biggest massacres did happen in Ukraine, and this is one of the main units that spearheaded it. Let's segue to what's happening currently. Cy Hirsch has reported from his sources. You can see it for yourself. They lied to us about Ukraine, they lied to us about the history of the war, and they lied to us about the offensive and that the Ukrainians were winning. And some numbers are at 113 billion, the real numbers are closer to 200 billion, but regardless, Senator Josh Hawley has been given a, quote, classified briefing where the Pentagon confirmed, yes, the Ukrainians have lost the war, their military is basically destroyed, and unless we send in NATO troops, the Russians are going to win. And then now it's being reported by major German news, what I already told you before the war even officially started a year and a half ago, U.S. troops are being treated at German military bases for wounds sustained in Ukraine. They simply put on Ukrainian uniforms. So we're officially at war with Russia. It's escalating every day. And now you can go to Infowars.com and read the very important article Senators shocked by classified briefing on Ukraine. Warhawks want blank check with no victory in sight. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican Missouri, known for his efforts to force the Biden administration to classify information related to COVID's possible lab origins at Wuhan, uh, exited a classified briefing this week on the situation in Ukraine and expressed a feeling of shock. Well, he was listening to my show, he wouldn't be shocked. If there is some path to victory in Ukraine, I didn't hear it today. I also heard that there's going to be no end to the funding request. He went on to say they want hundreds of billions of dollars a year and that it could last for a decade. Well, again, classified briefing, these are just synopsis. The head of NATO said it could last 10 years just a few months ago, publicly. So all this, quote, intel stuff, oh, you need the intelligence agencies to tell you the, the senators are just now learning that the Russians are winning? They've been winning the entire time, ladies and gentlemen. So remember, the corporate media lied to you. They brainwashed you. Senator Josh Hawley also uh, has exposed that the CIA was involved brainwashing the public, 
concerning COVID and elections and everything else. It's illegal. The agencies have taken over. They've been put in place by the big banks, by BlackRock. We're occupied. We're conquered. And now they're starting fights with Russia. Now they're starting nuclear wars. They're insane. They're dangerous. Let's go ahead and play a clip of the senator from congressional hearings just last week talking about something we told you about a decade ago. And then I've experienced the CIA coming after me. And I've, I've watched Senate and House Armed Services Committee hearings where they admit they're using the CIA against me. So the senators can act like they don't know what's going on. They do know what's going on. And it needs to stop. We have a bunch of psychotic, disconnected lunatics running this country and much of the world. And it's got to stop because Senator Hawley said, well, you know, the CIA said we've got to keep the war going or it'll embarrass America's standing in the world. Embarrass our standing. The whole world sees through this and who we're backing in these crazy Nazis. And how's it going to help America's standing if there's a huge nuclear war and most of us are dead? How about that standing? So, no, America's standing was strong when we weren't the bad guy. And we're becoming the bad guy. We certainly are run by the bad guys, and it needs to stop. So here's the senator talking about the CIA brainwashing the American people. By the way, that's illegal. Intelligence dangerously compromised warned CIA and FBI whistleblowers. You're not the only one to report this, of course. But uh, I was reading your report on it this morning. This is something that you have been warning about for quite some time, and the allegations stem from a whistleblower who has come forward to the House, a whistleblower from the Central Intelligence Agency. I have the letter, the relevant letter here from the House Oversight Committee. The whistleblower alleges that a CIA team was paid to change its assessment of the origins of COVID-19. Do I have that broadly correct? Is that your understanding yes, of, the, of the report? Yes. Um, this is obviously a, a, a bombshell report. Uh, deeply, deeply troubling. I'm glad that uh, the House is going to look into it. We should look into it. The most powerful Infowars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Breaking through the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and sharing the links to this live Monday broadcast of the Alex Jones Show. 
Let me tell you what's coming up in the second and third hours. We've got Ezra Levant, the head of Rebel Media, that does an incredible job, as you know, based out of Canada, but they're also international, joining us to respond to the incredible standing ovation endorsement of an actual SS operative from World War II who helped reportedly carry out the mass exterminations of Jews and others, the standing ovation that he and Zelensky gave him to rub it in our faces, and just how insane this is and how it's blown up in their face and why would they do such a thing. That is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, bottom of the next hour. Then Edward Dowd has got a lot of new intel on just how bad the vaccine deaths are and what he believes the globalist next move is going to be. I agree with him. Tucker Carlson agrees. We're all on the same page. This is critical information in the third hour. So tell everyone you know, tune in for that information. Now, let me get into a couple of stories that just illustrate the mindset of the left. And remember, it's the same programs, the same organizations from Australia to the U.S., from Canada to Germany, from Wales and England to Burgundy, France. It, it, the same projects, the same NGOs, the same organizations, the same programs of absolute tyranny. So here's what they're up to. Let's go to this one first. Missouri AG sues health provider for allegedly not giving mental evaluations before sex reassignments, including in children. Yeah, normally somebody shows up and wants something cut off, you know, like, well, are you mentally ill or something wrong? But instead they're exacerbating the mental illness and then the government and media are going along with it for giant profits and at the same time it sterilizes the person so that's good for depopulation. So that's loving and liberal and now there's news articles coming out everywhere, again from Europe to the U.S., where the schools as young as five tell the kids they're transgender, get them to agree they are, then put them in a database and then keep that information from the parents. So that's directly taking control of the children's sexual development, of their biology, and their bodies from the parents in a state-run cult with guidelines and manuals of how to keep it secret and how to keep files on the parents to build a case against them to take the child when they hit seven and the chemical sterilization uh, begins or the physical uh, mutilation, castration, removal of the breast, testicles, ovaries, uteruses, you name it. So this is a nightmare situation, but that's who they are. But more and more pushback is happening and more and more victims are filing lawsuits. And so the worm is starting to turn and we're protecting our children. And that's what this is all about. But boy, they have really taken us down a dark, dark road. And it shows where they're going to take us if we don't start standing up. Now, that's wonderful and good to mutilate children and chemically sterilize them and keep it secret from the parents and take the kids away when they're 10 and take them off to be sterilized. Washington State's passed a law to do that. They're trying to pass laws in Illinois to do it. I mean, I mean, th this is a cult. Now HBO's got shows that uh, simulate little girls being raped by men when they're eight years old. I mean, they're just selling this garbage everywhere because they want our souls. But that is all bad, you see. It's, 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 it's bad uh, to uh, you know, not want to chop a child's genitals off. It's, it, it's virtuous to want to do it. But what else is happening? Well, what else is the left up to? Anti-religious group threatens to warn Auburn University after 200 
kids baptized on campus. Absolute joke. So because the football coach and some of the professors who are Christians have their own personal relationships with adult students, they're not trying to cut their penises off, they're not trying to put them on chemicals, they're not trying to get them to go to orgies, but they are Christians, they're allowed to have Christian private associations at state-funded colleges. Separation of church and state means you don't have a state-run religion. But it doesn't mean that a valedictorian can't say, I gave my heart to Christ and I think Jesus Christ. Or it can't say that a football player can't say a prayer before or after a football game or in the field house. But, but the left has gone so far as telling kids they can't hand out Christmas cards before the Christmas break and you can't call it Christmas. So again, what a cult. And these organizations and groups are now openly threatening to sue the school saying it's inappropriate for hundreds of students to go and get baptized in the river there by the school with some of the Christian members of the school. No, that's their free association. The Freedom From Religion Foundation says it was inappropriate and unconstitutional for Auburn employees like head coach Hugh Freeze to have participated an anti-religious group attempting to throw cold water on an Alabama university after the school's football coach was filmed assisting with the baptism of students has a twisted interpretation of the First Amendment, a legal expert says. On Friday, the Freedom From Religion Foundation sent a letter to the university president, Christopher Roberts, warning that more than 200 student baptisms, one of which was assisted by Auburn Tigers head coach, Hugh Freeze somehow violated the Constitution's Establishment Clause. So it just goes on from there. They're putting up satanic altars at, at, at courthouses. They are literally setting up Satan clubs in, in elementary schools. They are telling our children they want to cut their balls off and, and, and promoting it. But then if in free association, people want to go together and, 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 and be baptized and, and be brought deeper into the Christian faith and you know, you know have God touch their heart and make them be born again, that is the worst thing ever. Because these aren't anti-religion groups, folks. These are occultic groups. You scratch one of these atheists, you scratch one of these people, they're communists, they're globalists, they're you name it. And, and they are marching forward. In fact, I just saw another clip I'm going to get to in a few minutes of a prominent leader speaking to a parliament, a communist, saying, you're not going to stop the New World Order, the ESGs, uh, the carbon taxes, it's our time. Because it is a communist movement, ladies and gentlemen, run by ultra-rich who are exempt from their own policy. So they are so scared of Christians getting together. They are so scared of people coming together. They are so scared of, of, of a chain reaction of coming back to God to counteract this poison. But there is a new revival happening. And it's not happening in these controlled corporate 501c3 churches. It is happening in real churches and in businesses and in, in, in colleges and just as people realize there is good and evil and we need God. So I salute uh, that university and I tell them stand up to these tyrants and don't let these monsters tell you that you can't freely associate. Remember how during the COVID lockdowns, Black Lives Matter could march but nobody else could? They'd beat you up for not wearing a mask or being out in public but, but, but Black Lives Matter could and then they had a fake study saying when Black Lives Matter marches, it cuts COVID. But when you go out, it increases COVID. And by the way, don't look at the sun. Don't talk to your neighbors. Don't watch the sunset. These are cults trying to see 
how much ridiculous crap they can get you to follow and go along with. Migrant encounters at the southern border are surging once again after a lull this summer with cities straining to host more asylum seekers. To alleviate the pressure, President Biden granted temporary legal status to nearly half a million Venezuelans already in the country, allowing them to legally work. But thousands more migrants are arriving daily, testing the Biden administration's migration strategy. ABC's Matt Rivers is in El Paso with the new border chief in charge there. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Martha. We had an exclusive conversation with the new Border Patrol chief, Jason Owens, who laid out the myriad challenges facing his organization amidst unrelenting historic migration. The crisis continues at the U.S.-Mexico border, the highest total of migrant encounters since December and this month, reportedly on pace to surpass that figure. And this morning, exclusive access to the top U.S. official on the front line. Border Patrol Chief Jason Owens giving ABC News his first interview since taking over the top job nearly three months ago. In terms of flow and, and the threats that we're seeing uh, with fentanyl and with the uh, criminal organizations that, uh, that are our adversary, it's about as bad as I've ever seen it. The last week has been intense to say the least. Thousands crossing per day in the latest spike in migration. We haven't seen these numbers since the end of Title 42, the pandemic-era policy that allowed officials to quickly expel most migrants at the border without allowing asylum claims. How sustainable is this, your ability to respond to this amount of people at the border? This isn't sustainable. This is uh, up and down the system. Uh, everybody is overwhelmed, even the government of Mexico, which have been great partners for us. The U.S. Border Patrol... A lot of times our facilities are already over capacity. Nowhere more overwhelmed than the small town of Eagle Pass, Texas, where thousands of migrants converged and crossed over the last week. Behind that, in part, organized crime. Officials say human smugglers surged migrants to that area for a reason. So you believe what's happening in Eagle Pass is directly a distraction to occupy your time instead of looking at something else? I believe it's a money-making opportunity for those smugglers, and I believe it's a distraction for them to cross other things into the country. Other things like? Narcotics, fentanyl, uh, bulk cash, weapons, people of interest, whether it be hardened criminals, gang members, convicted, convicted sexual predators. Owen says his agents should be focused on stopping those kind of things, but instead must deal with unrelenting flows of migrants. It's quickly overwhelmed federal facilities, with officials forced to release thousands of migrants into the U.S. to await immigration proceedings. Human smugglers promising migrants they'll simply just be let in, which Owen says is not true. They're still facing removal and deportation, so it is not this, this open gate that the, uh, that the smugglers are promising. But that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Immigration law aside, migrants are going to keep coming. A record 81,000-plus migrants crossed the notorious Darien Gap from Colombia to Panama last month, eventually joined on the route to the U.S. by those from Central America and Mexico. Owens is keenly aware of the political debate, but says his agency just follows the law. We see a lot of, uh, a lot of folks say, just push people back. Just uh, don't let them cross or, or send them back immediately. It's been no death in the history of our country in one year in this country. You know, we've made more fentanyl seizures already this year than we made last year. How many of you not you just saw or slash listen to clips of the Border Patrol head 
saying the agency cannot protect the U.S. because they are forced to process so many illegals. And we also have internal videos now leaking of senior board patrol having meetings with uh, the other uh, officers, the other agents, and saying, we have an oath, we've got to stop this. We're literally completing the smuggling process. Well, what's really happening here is the process of awakening and realizing that the bottom's fallen out of this country. We literally have globalists running the nation that are working against it and dissolving it. Again, the earlier story, leftist groups threatening to sue if the football coach, who's a Christian, goes in his off spare time and goes to a river by the college and hundreds of young people come together in Christ. That's our free association, you monsters, you cult members. I mean... Again, only in places like communist China would they restrict Christians from doing that or say you can't do that at a university. What's next? Send us to re-education? And yes, that's what the whole COVID lockdowns are about. The smokescreen to start disappearing their political enemies. And now all over the globalist world, they are saying the next time there's a virus, we're going to lock up people that don't go along with it in the COVID camps. They're going for broke. They're trying to put everybody in prison. They're criminals, and I know as a general audience you get that, but we cannot get punch drunk here in this fight and just become complacent and just accept we live in tyranny. We have to understand it's only going to get worse until we wake up and say no and break free of the system of lies, the empire of lies that is Hollywood, that is the left, that is the CIA, that is the globalists. They have to be stopped. They're not Americans. They're anti-Americans. Everything they do is destroy this country. They're not our leaders. They are a fraud working against us. Speaking of fraud, the big national polls that you see pushed in the last couple years showing Biden ahead of Trump or Trump and Biden in a dead heat are fraudulent. You can go read the methodology of these big national polls. It's the groups they sample that they've sampled before. They know how they're going to vote. It's also the fact that they'll sample 10 to 15% more Democrats saying that they believe there's, quote, more Democrats in America than Republicans. There's a lot of other ways they manipulate it. But even in those manipulated polls by the Washington Post and others, Trump is now 10 to 20 points, depending on the demographic, ahead of Joe Biden. So imagine, even though there's all that fraudulent methodology being put in, garbage data, Trump is still way ahead. They are in complete panic mode. I could have told them, and I did on air, that indicting Trump would supercharge him because America is in a awakening. America is in a realignment. America is breaking with the system. It, it, it's beyond political. People know we've got a hijacked government, and they're upset about it. And so now the articles on Infowars.com the Washington Post has come out and said, oh, our poll wasn't correct. Our, our poll's not accurate. Really, Joe Biden is in a dead heat with Trump. So even their skewed polls show that Biden's losing and is super unpopular. And he was unpopular two and a half years ago when he stole the election. And we all know that. That's why they're trying to outlaw questioning it, because it's so popular. 80-plus percent of Americans who are Republicans believe it was stolen. Upwards of 50 percent of Democrats believe it was stolen. Are you going to arrest us all? No, we know the truth, and we're not backing down. And so when you try to steal it again next year, it's going to be even more obvious. The only way the globalists win is if we back down, because it's just like polls or just like voting. They've only got so many dead people, so many people that have moved out of district with their 
uh, mail-in ballots and, and, and other things to steal an election. They run out of bullets. They were starting to win in Florida and Texas in the last election until they ran out of dead people, and then suddenly the Republicans surged by 10 o'clock at night because the real votes were coming in. And again, you can see the Democrats stacking the ballots they, where, where, the, where the graph goes straight up instead of at a curve. The Republicans are at a curve. Democrats, when they need it, boom, bump up, but then they run out of ammo. So just like with these polls, even though they're skewed, when Trump gets such a giant lead, it still overtakes even the fraud they've got baked into the cake. So they're going to have to up the fraud even more and now discredit their own poll telling you that Trump is way ahead. They're losing the hearts and minds. They're losing the people. The people know we're being deindustrialized. The people know that the globalists are at war with us. And as long as we hang on and continue to speak out at city councils and, and school boards and everywhere else, we're going to win. We're going to come together. Now, they're going to launch some false flags. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Race-based false flags, cyber attacks, power outages, expanded wars, stock market crashes. It's all in the cards. That's why we've got to understand they're the ones behind it. They're the ones exacerbating it. They're the enemy. Our government has been hijacked. The government's not the enemy. We've got to take control of our government and remove the criminals and have real reform. That is the secret. That is the key. That is the answer. And that's why this broadcast is so critical. And that's why you're so critical. And that's why we need your word of mouth. We need your prayer. And we need your financial support now. We have the trifecta sale going, the biggest sale of the year. Our three best-selling products have been sold out for a long time. It's been over a year since all three were in together. Real Red Pill Plus, DNA Force Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. What this does for every part of your body, not your immune system, your joints, your bones, antioxidant, inflammation, libido, focus, stamina, energy, it, it's all there. The trifecta pack and it funds this operation. We need funds going into this election year. We are barely paying the bills. We actually need to have a fundraiser. We need more funds to be able to go to the RNC and go to the DNC and go to all these big events where we'll have a massive game-changing effect because I'll get interviewed and my host will be interviewed by hundreds of different media outlets. We'll catch a lot of key stuff on tape. It'll go viral. We need to be in the fight now more than ever, and it's you that keeps us in the fight. We're fighting for you. You're fighting for us. It is a win-win symbiotic relationship, but the machine doesn't work, the engine doesn't work, the dog doesn't hunt if you don't make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com now and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt. There's a lot of other great quality supplements, amazing CBD oil. And, uh, we've got 1,000 milligram, 3,000 milligram, the strongest, best there is, 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones, CBD, Rebels in, got two different great brands up there. InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com, or 888-253-3139, 888-253-3139. And again, I thank you all for your support, and I ask you now to take action and go to InfoWarsStore.com. Also, if you want to catch my once-a-week special report, we're expanding it and want to help fund the operation, go to jonescrowder.com, get a one-month free, not just for my new show, but Stephen Crowder's show, The Hodge Twins, and all their other great hosts, over with Steven Crowder. So glad to be working with those guys. JonesCrowder.com. That's JonesCrowder.com. Promo code Alex gets you a free month. And I thank you for your support there as well. JonesCrowder.com. Now I'm going to hand the baton to Owen Schroyer. And he's going to have Ezra Levant on from Canada with this Nazi at Parliament that's blown up in their face like nothing I've ever seen. Talk about getting the reality out there. 
And then, of course, we've got Edward Dowd with some very important information coming up in the third hour. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Now take action. Infowarsstore.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, not only do we have this, I mean, it's, it's literally a Nazi. And, and the problem is what the left has done is they've weaponized accusations. And this is really, you, you could take a look at history and the French Revolution and, and j'accuse, j'accuse, and then they would just behead you in the street. And uh, that's where the left is going. They just want to be able to accuse you and then behead you in the street. Now, they haven't gone to beheading us in the street yet, but they do the digital decapitation. They do the digital defamation. They do the digital assault. But so they've weaponized rape accusations that are illegitimate to hurt their political opposition. And so now who suffers? Real victims of rape. Because now, whether Russell Brand is guilty or not, or Tim Ballard is guilty or not, I don't believe him. And I never will. Because they're the Jesse Smollett's of political operations. And we got another example. And this one might be the most hurtful because it's now the youth. It's now the Democrat youth that are that are looking at the Jesse Smollett's and that are looking at the fake rape accusations to hurt their political opposition. And now they're faking things because they think, oh, this is how you get ahead in politics. Oh, this is how you hurt the right wing in politics. But see, it's the boy that cried wolf. It's like they never heard the story about the boy that cried wolf. Well, that's now the left. So they weaponize rape accusations. They, they false flag events to try to hurt their political opposition. But it's all blowing up in their face. But it's the same thing with Nazis. Oh, you're a Nazi. Trump's a Nazi. Honk means hail Hitler and all this other crazy stuff. But then they have an actual literal Nazi out there and you say, hey, that's a Nazi. And it just, it falls on deaf ears. But we're going to have another report from Alex Jones coming up with a Tucker Carlson video. And it's just very powerful, this message from Tucker. Don't be intimidated by the censors. Tucker Carlson urges Americans to fight back by telling the truth. And that's it, folks. We have to tell the truth now because the cost of telling the truth now is slim compared to what the cost of telling the truth will be down the road if we don't tell it now. And it will be the French Revolution Jacques phenomenon. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. So after the FBI plot, the fake plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer was an entrapment where all the defendants were acquitted by a jury. How does this play into the January 6th narrative where now a Capitol police chief is testifying? He's confused why the Democrats stood down security that day. Here is his testimony in front of Congress. A second set here um, in a press conference on January 7th. 
Speaker Pelosi called for your resignation on national television. Speaker Pelosi also stated that she had not talked to you since the initial breach of the Capitol. But according to your transcribed interview, you were on the phone with Speaker Pelosi a few times. Uh, can you explain that discrepancy? Yeah, that is, uh, that, that is correct. I, I spoke to Speaker Pelosi um, three times uh, that, that evening, and uh, she went on national TV and said I'd never spoken to her, but I spoke to her three times. Um, the three, uh, three times were the first time when I went over to brief uh, President, uh, Vice President Pence at the secure location. Um, I had called uh, um, House Sergeant Arms Irving, told him I was going over to brief the uh, Vice President. I was also going over to do a personal assessment of the Capitol. At that point, things were getting under control. Uh, went over there, briefed him on when we can get them back into chambers with you know, uh, Mr. Irving being fully aware. Uh, he said he wanted to get Speaker Pelosi on the phone. He made a phone call from his cell phone at approximately 534, uh, where I first briefed Speaker Pelosi. Uh, the second call was when I left that location. As I was walking away, I met up with Mr. Stinger, and we started walking over to the Senate to go brief the Senate. When uh, Jennifer Hemingway, I believe it was Jennifer Hemingway, handed me the cell phone, and it was Emily Barrett's cell phone calling her, and it was Speaker Pelosi on the other line. This is my call, second call with Speaker Pelosi. Questioning the information I'd given to uh, Vice President Pence about when we can get back into chambers. I assured her that information was correct. I could get them back into chambers by 7, uh, 7 p.m., and the call ended. That was call number two. Call number three was 6.25 p.m. I was over at the Senate uh, from the secure location, I mean, from where the Senate had been sequestered, uh, and on a uh, cell phone using Robert Karam's cell phone, they dialed leadership, who was over off-site at a secure location, and I briefed all of the leadership of the plans to get them back into chambers. That would have been call number three with Speaker Pelosi. So you didn't have one call. You didn't have two calls. You had three calls. So Speaker Pelosi's comments that she didn't speak to you are inaccurate. That is correct, sir. This is on January the 3rd. I believe this was in your book that you uh, met with both uh, Stanger and Irvin and requested National Guard assistance on, uh, to be ready on the 6th. Can you explain what happened in those two meetings with Irving and Stanger? Uh, absolutely. So on the uh, morning of the 3rd at 9.24 uh, a.m., I specifically went to see them because I know what, what a big deal it is to have National Guard come and assist us on the, uh, on the Hill. Uh, I went into his office again, uh, 9.24 in the morning, went up and immediately went up and said, hey, I'd like to bring in the National Guard to support me on, to assist me on the perimeter. Because when we have a joint session of Congress, it takes a lot of my personnel inside. But immediately, as soon as I asked him, his first response was, I don't know, I don't like the optics of that. And his second response was, besides the intelligence doesn't support it. Um, he, he immediately, then we began talking, he said, have you reached out to Mike Stinger on this? I said, no, I have not talked to him about it yet. He said, why don't you talk to Stinger and see what he has to say? So then I left, went over to Mike Stinger's office at 9.35 in the morning, walked into his office. He wasn't there. I came back. Um, he showed up at 11.13. Uh, I showed back up at 11.53 and went in to immediately ask him, "Can I, I'd like to request the National Guard. He said, you know, let's come up with another idea. Why don't you call, do you know somebody at the National Guard? I said, yes, sir, I know General William Walker. He said, why don't you call Walker and see if we need them, how quickly could they get here, and how many people could they send us? So I called William Walker 6.14 p.m. that night. He told me they have 125 people assisting with COVID response. He could reallocate those fairly quickly once he got Secretary of Defense approval and send them over. Okay. When, when you met with Stenger, had Irvin uh, given him heads up that you were coming to ask for National Guard? Yeah, later on, uh, after, after January 6th, uh, specifically on April 8th, uh, I went and had lunch with uh, uh, Mike Stenger. 
And I asked him, because it was kind of unusual, he came up with that idea so quickly when I went walking in. And I asked him, I said, uh, Mr. Sanger, uh, you came up with that response fairly quickly for me to call General Walker. And he had told me Paul Irving had called him ahead of time and said, son came here looking for the National, asking for the National Guard. we got to come up with another plan. Pelosi will never go for it. So why did Nancy Pelosi lie about those communications? And why won't the mainstream media play that police officer's January 6th testimony? On March 6th, 2001, Alex Jones first predicted the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center. You've got an element of the FBI and these war game scenarios where they can remote control a 747 and they're going to crash it into the World Trade Center. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're now into hour number two. Alex Jones here with a breaking news update. I first saw the report last night, and before I even read the full details, I knew what I was about to read because I've had similar things happen to me. I've had the feds try to set me up as a Russian agent. I mean, there's so much stuff that's not known to the public yet. But basically, they just list anybody that is anti-war or anti-open borders or anti-Biden or anti-globalist as a Russian agent. You already know that. And the Steele dossier was fake and Russiagate was fake and both impeachments were fake. And so now they've got more fake indictments run by two former head U.N. war crimes prosecutors, Jack Smith and this other guy they just brought in last week. This is global government taking over our bodies. This is global government taking over our sovereignty. Uh, The White House, quote, approved. They're now our doctor. The latest Pfizer-Moderna experimental shot that was tested on no humans, but only 10 mice. This is a total criminal takeover. They're just exercising their power. So I saw the headline, U.S. government threatened Tucker Carlson and told him not to go to Russia and not interview Putin. And he didn't give the details uh, when he spoke to a European newspaper of why it happened. I'm going to give him a call later today and try to find out uh, some more details later today. But he said that they basically said, you're not a loyal American if you go there and you better not go, which is a threat, a threat by the State Department, a threat by the CIA, because I know what groups threaten you. I got a Russian visa about four years ago. And I was going to go over there and, and, and basically cover what was going on during Russiagate because I knew it was so ridiculous. Plus, I'd never been to Russia. And I got some similar threats, and some people reached out to me, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And just from me getting that visa as a journalist, as a media person, I mean, why is that not a big story? I had the feds try to set me up uh, as a Russian agent. And, of course, I blew their cover, went to the FBI, uh, and reported the whole thing and filed a report with them to another federal agency, you'll say, or, or another branch of the FBI. You would say, why would you do something like that? To get it on record, ladies and gentlemen, that I knew they'd done it and I knew what their operation was and I knew who was behind it so that they were on record that I wasn't going to be set up by them. So that's how serious this situation is. That if you go back to the Gulf War or Gulf War II or any of these wars we've had, during the wars, 60 Minutes and other people go interview Saddam Hussein or they interview the Iranian mullahs or the Ayatollah Khomeini. So since when are people not allowed to go interview people? Since when do they tell the number one talk show host in the English-speaking world, Tucker Carlson, 
you can't go. And, and by the way, Tucker's the most truthful person I've ever known. Gotten to know him the last 12 years very well. Remember he came out a few years ago and said, the NSA is spying on me, a whistleblower told me, high level. Came out in Congress a month later that indeed they were spying on the emails and phone calls of Tucker Carlson. Well, what is the NSA doing spying on the American people? Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is outrageous. And NATO and the CIA and all of them are spying on the American people. They're censoring the American people. That came out in Senate hearings just a few weeks ago. We played clips of it last hour. If the Russians were trying to invade the U.S., I'd be angry at the Russians. If the Russians were spying on me, I'd be angry. If the Russians were trying to put me in jail, I'd be mad at them. They're not, ladies and gentlemen. It's the globalists that are running our country into the ground. So now, in the year 2023, Tucker Carlson is being threatened not to go to Russia and not get his interview with Vladimir Putin. Obviously, he's interviewed all these other world leaders. That's what you're supposed to do as a top news anchor. But because he's more of a populist, because he's anti-war, he's basically been given an offer he couldn't refuse. And Tucker's a tough guy, so I can imagine what they said or what they did. Probably something along these lines. Well, you know, you need to be a loyal American and some really bad things can happen if you go talk to him. You need to think about your family. That's, that's, that's how these threats go. And he basically said they threatened him and said that he wouldn't be a loyal American. Loyal American? People running our country have dissolved our border, are massively human trafficking, have depleted the strategic oil reserve, have done all these other countless horrible things to us, and then they sit there while they're globalists and wage war against America and our families with the Hollywood machine and try to castrate our children with a whole transgender cult and all the rest of the crimes, defunding the police, putting in the Soros DAs, releasing violent offenders, putting political dissidents in jail, set to put our own reporter, Owen Schroyer, in federal prison for his free speech. And then they point their finger at us and say, we're traitors and we work for Russia. This is asinine. Hillary Clinton took millions of dollars from the Russians, millions from the communist Chinese. They're the people that have sold us out to foreign interest. They're the people that have done this. And, and everybody is waking up to this. So Tucker's tough, but I wonder who else they'll tell him he can't interview next. That's what the FBI did whenever they called Twitter and others and said, don't run the Hunter Biden story. It's fake. Well, they knew it was real. It's called election meddling. It's called legacy dinosaur media teamed up with the agencies, teamed up with the courts, teamed up with the system and lawfare to shut down loyal Americans that are fighting the new world order. We are the loyal Americans. The leftists in this country are useless, idiot, quizzling suckers that serve a multinational BlackRock corporate takeover of the planet and our own physical bodies. A literal depopulation is death cult. So I stand with Tucker Carlson. I stand with Russell Brand. I stand with everyone being persecuted by this deep state. And don't ever forget, InfoWars has been persecuted unlike any other organization. We're not backing down, but we are targets of this evil group. We're loyal Americans, and we need your financial support. Plus, we've got great products you need. Infowarstore.com, the trifecta sale, no excuse, DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, all of these great products. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, back in stock, 40% off for a limited time, and that's how we fund this operation. Get a book, get a film, get a water filtration system, get some high-quality durable food. Get ready, get prepared, fund the Infowar while taking care of yourself, your health, your family, and more, a 360 win. Only way we lose if you don't take action, Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139.
We're not the communist agents. We're not the Russian agents. We're not the Chinese agents. We're not the Nazi agents. The globalists are like Spectre from James Bond, a multinational corporate criminal syndicate that works with every evil group they can to consolidate power and control for themselves. Ian Fleming was number two in MI6 OSS. He wrote the James Bond books. And before he died, he said Spectre is basically a real organization. That's what the New World Order is. That's why Klaus Schwab looks like Dr. Evil or looks like Blofeld, because it's based on real characters like Klaus Schwab's father, who literally was the head of Spectre. You hear me? This is not fiction. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. This is going down. MI6 is Spectre. The CIA is Spectre. You understand? Our government is run by Cobra. Call it Spectre. Call it Cobra. Call it Chaos. Call it Hydra. Call it whatever you want. Call it Red Skull. It runs things. It's in control. It wants to get in your body. It wants to hurt you. It wants to rob you. It wants to kill you. It wants to guinea pig you. It wants to silence you. It wants to censor you. It wants to destroy you. Wake up or be destroyed. Be loyal to humanity. Be loyal to America. Be loyal to your children. Be loyal to the truth. God bless you all. Back to Destroyer. Coming up next segment, oh, we'll interview Ezra Levant on the actual 98-year-old SS Nazi, part of the same battle group that actually carried out Holocaust operations in Ukraine. So this is critical historic information. Please stay with us. Ezra Levant was joining us from Canada. Let me just add something here. Some people are going to say, well, why did you back down when you got threatened by the feds not to go to Russia as a journalist? Or why did Tucker do it? Because they turn loose the whole national security apparatus on you. If you haven't been in that position, you don't know what it's like. So I respect Tucker's decision. That was mine, too, because it, it was so weird to be being accused of being a Russian agent. I knew it was a fraud. But then as they were but then as they were arresting all these people and like doing all this stuff, I realized they were going to come after me as well. And so why would I give them that? Even though it wasn't true, it'd be a tool they beat me over the head with. So that's why they called us all Russian agents, knowing that they can silence their political opposition. Now the public's seeing through it, I do intend after this war's hopefully over, before we're all destroyed and killed, to go to Russia and actually interview these people and talk to them. I've never been to Russia. Doesn't mean I'm a Russian agent. Never been to Israel. I want to go to Israel. Doesn't mean I'm an Israeli agent. I've never been to uh, Egypt. I want to go to Egypt. I want to see the pyramids. Doesn't mean I'm an Egyptian agent. And, and the idea that Americans can't do this by the CIA-run government is just preposterous. But Tucker's been honest about it. I've been honest about it. And this is a big deal. Back to Shore in the live broadcast. All right, so we are now back live inside the InfoWars World Headquarters here in Austin, Texas. Owen Troyer taking over. We are going to be joined by Ezra Levant out of Canada responding to this Canadian Parliament phenomenon of celebrating an actual Nazi. Now, I do want to preface that with some of the other developing news dealing with Russia, dealing with the war in Ukraine, and now how there's news reports hitting the mainstream media that we've been reporting for months or years that, yes, there are Americans fighting Russians in Ukraine, but there's a silver lining to that, that there's a, and there's a danger to it as well. And I'll explain that. But also it comes out this weekend in a 60 Minutes report that we're not just funding Ukraine's war. We're not just sending them money for war wherever the money goes. We don't know. There's no oversight. Could go right into Zelensky's pockets. Could go right into 
his family's pockets, his oligarch's pockets. That's what people think is really going on. Maybe it comes right back to the U.S. Maybe it goes right in congressmen and women's pockets. And maybe that's why they voted against the oversight. But we don't know. But no, it's not just that. We now find out that we are funding Ukrainian infrastructure and agriculture. So while the Biden administration targets our farmers, while the Biden administration targets our infrastructure, not the deep state. So Trump has always been ahead of Biden. And we can make all the, the jokes like, well, show me a Biden rally. Show me a Biden hat. Of course, they don't exist. And they just want this. They, they don't even want the real world to reflect the political world. Even though that would be common sense. Yeah, hey, I don't know a single Biden supporter. Hey, I don't know a single Biden voter. He doesn't have any rallies. He doesn't have any merchandise. I know a lot of Trump voters and supporters. I see Trump hats and shirts and rallies all the time, but nothing for Biden. Oh, but he got 81 million votes. He's the most popular president of all time. And then overnight, they just say, oh, Trump's leading Biden by 10 points. It's all political propaganda. But here's more proof. About half an hour ago, Donald Trump boarded Trump Force One en route to South Carolina, President Trump is going to be having a rally in Somerville, South Carolina. And of course, the ticket sold out in seconds. And before the sun even rose, people were lined up around the arena. Show me B-roll of clip one, please. Now, again, This isn't to say, well, let's put all of our eggs in this basket. This totally proves that Trump is more popular than Biden. But let's be just honest here. Biden couldn't do this if he paid people to show up. And they've tried that, by the way. And people still don't show up. They try to get concerts. They try to do some of the most popular bands like Foo Fighters, or they get Taylor Swift to do Democrat rally concerts so that they can actually load an arena or a venue with people and then say, see, this is a Democrat rally. No, it's a Taylor Swift concert. It's a rock concert. It's not actually a political rally. If the, if the musicians weren't there performing, nobody would show up. They do the same thing here in Texas. They get Willie Nelson to perform, and then they say, look, it's a Beto rally. No, it's a Willie Nelson show. And it appears now Trump has landed in South Carolina. But but so you can see that video. You can see in that video that is basically that is basically dawn this morning. And there's already hundreds, if not thousands of people. Lined up, and I am curious here, guys, can we get audio of that? This is all new breaking news right now. Donald Trump getting off Trump Force One. Do we have that audio, guys? Let me hear what Trump had to say as he got off of Trump Force One headed to a rally in South Carolina. How you doing, Mr. President? Nice to see you. Well, we're we're glad you're here in South Carolina. I am indeed. We're leading by, I guess, 42 points. That's a lot. And we're leading (laughs) by uh, a lot, according to the Washington Post, ABC, against uh, probably the worst president, definitely the worst president, I'd say, in the history of our country is destroying our country. So we have to change it. See you later. Thanks. Yes, sir. Okay. So again, you have the audience there already surrounding around the venue before the sun rises. 
Uh, but where's a Joe Biden rally? Where's a Joe Biden hat? Where's a Joe Biden T-shirt? Where's a Joe Biden support? A voter? Anywhere? Nowhere. Just the paid ones. Literally just the paid ones. And we got a story about one of his paid supporters, by the way, coming up later today. I've got a ton of news we're going to be covering on the war room today. They're going full Jussie Smollett. It's really a disgusting, despicable thing. But so there you go. Now, let me circle back to the issue that uh, we're going to be discussing with Ezra Levant coming up here in just about 10 minutes. And and we're kind of juggling here and, and taking cues in live time. This is all a live broadcast. We don't have teleprompters, nothing scripted. So sometimes I just got to kind of do an air check with my crew here. Are we going straight through to this interview or is there a break before that? <laughs> okay, so I guess. Okay, so uh, let me let me do this then before Ezra Levant joins us in 10 minutes. Because you, you really have gone into full Twilight Zone. We've gone even beyond the Twilight Zone, if that's even possible where you have Canadian Parliament with Zelensky giving standing ovations to literal Nazis. And and see, I, I don't even like, it's so strange because, oh, Trump's a Nazi, Trump supporters are Nazis, they do honk your horn, which means hail Hitler. I mean, th- these leftists have completely lost their mind, and what they do is they lie to hurt their political opposition. They, they lie and they do rape accusations, they lie and they do Nazi accusations, so it's like, I don't want to be a part of the boy that cried wolf phenomenon, even though it's the wolf. But okay, the left has been screaming, Nazi, Nazi, he's a Nazi, Heil Hitler, Nazi, but, but okay, that's, that's not a real Nazi. Trump is not a Nazi. Trump supporters are not Nazis. Everybody knows that. But it's like, oh, okay, here's the actual Nazi. But it's like, okay, it's the boy that cried wolf. Oh, there's the actual wolf. But nobody believes me. So I I don't want to be made a fool of up here screaming wolf, wolf, wolf. And then everybody laughs at me and doesn't believe me because they've been lying about a wolf for this entire time. But it's like, no, that's the actual wolf. Yeah, the wolf is coming to eat your kids. The wolf is coming to eat eat your sheep. The wolf is coming to tear apart your livestock. I mean, it's just like, this is the wolf. This is the Nazi. You can't even make it up. But but here's some of the here's here's some of the preface. Russia issues new World War III alert. Reckless Western politicians have forgotten about self-preservation. See, I, I don't know if that's an accurate analysis, though. I think they're in a self-preservation mode. They're blackmailed. And they're already corrupted. And, and they think the only way to, to engage in self-preservation is to just blow the planet up. And they think the only way to engage in self-preservation from all the crimes and corruption that they've engaged in is to just blow the planet up and destroy the country so that there is no justice system and nobody can come after them for what they've done for crimes against humanity and war crimes. No, it's not about self-preservation. It's that they've gone psychotic mad in their corruption and they don't give a damn about the country. So sure, blow it up in a war. Sure, start a war with Russia. They don't care. They hate the country. They take statues of Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Theodore Roosevelt, and get rid of them. They wipe their ass with the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Senator shocked by classified briefing on Ukraine. Warhawks want blank check with no victory in sight. There is no victory in sight. All there is is World War III nuclear holocaust. 
And they know that. That's been the case since day one. They're stealing the money. They're selling out the country. U.S. Army Hospital in Germany is treating Americans hurt fighting in Ukraine. Now, folks, let me tell you why this is dangerous. These are not... These are not official armed forces. They are not in uniform. And so the Geneva Convention codes do not apply. These are contractors. And regardless, the world and Russians see this as a direct act of war. Even though they're not in uniform, they understand what's really going on. That's just an end around. But you you do understand how dangerous that is to send contractors over there out of uniform to fight Russians. And then we get another slap in the face. 60 Minutes report on U.S. funding of Ukraine. U.S. paying salaries of 57,000 first responders subsidizing small businesses in war-torn country, funding agriculture and infrastructure. Meanwhile, our infrastructure is falling apart and the Democrats are attacking farmers, attacking agriculture and attacking our energy grid. And making so, so they, but, but see... They really think that they can just blow everything up and then they're going to have BlackRock and the Clinton Foundation and Marina Abramovich go into Ukraine and they'll rebuild that and they'll take all the money from those deals. And I don't think the world is going to accept that and I don't think Russia is going to take that either. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. So the situation in Ukraine has people fuming. The threat of World War III, nuclear holocaust, the theft of our money, the depletion of our weapons... And just the outright lies. And then adding to it, saluting Nazi soldiers. And then this report from 60 Minutes over the weekend. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. And the US also funds the divers 
who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from the country's rivers to make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that, to keep it afloat, the US government is subsidising small businesses. So, you're paying Ukrainian law enforcement, firefighters, farmers, agriculture, infrastructure. Meanwhile, our police are getting defunded. Our infrastructure is falling apart. In fact, they're shutting down, in many ways, our infrastructure. They're shutting down our agriculture in the name of climate change. And then Zelensky, who who might be the focal point that kicks off World War III, is lecturing you about how you're not doing enough for climate change. Can it get more offensive? Can it get more offensive as Bidenomics crushes your economy, but we send $200 billion to Ukraine? U.S. soldiers treated worse than garbage while White House keeps throwing money at Ukraine. Yeah, the only time that this current military leadership cares about a U.S. soldier is if he has a gay flag, if he wears a puppy sex kink leather daddy outfit, or if he's a hardcore leftist liberal, or if he's a trans woman that gets a job as the paid-for propagandist in Ukraine. Can it get any more offensive? I'm sad to say that it can. I'm sad to say that it can. Here's a video of not one standing ovation for a literal Nazi, but two. Two. And again, I I have to report this news with like, I I don't even know how to explain it. Because we're now part of the boy that cried wolf phenomenon, except we haven't been crying wolf we're actually now seeing the wolf. But nobody, it's like you can't even believe it because psychotic leftists and liberals have been calling everybody they don't like a Nazi for the last five, six, seven years. I mean, we're talking lowest IQ level of political discourse, lowest IQ level of insults, and yet now here we are Funding actual Nazis in Ukraine, the Azov Battalion. They run around waving Nazi flags. They tattoo swastikas on their arm. And now you have Canadian Parliament with Zelensky honoring an actual Ukraine. Not one standing ovation, but two here in clip number seven. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran, from the Second World War, who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. See, see pause it real quick. Pause it real quick. I, 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 look, the, the, the speaker at Parliament there, I'm not going to pretend like I'm the expert and Ezra Levant is, is supposed to be joining us here. There's, there's a delay. I think he's got something going on in an emergency. I hope he can still join us. But... The Speaker of the Parliament there just, they they don't really, they, they play it down the middle and they basically just read what's in front of them. So I, I don't know if the Speaker there has any clue about what he's doing or what he's reading or even history in general. 
But here's the problem. Most Americans don't even understand history. And there's multiple reasons for this. A, the education system is failing us. B, they just don't care about it. In fact, the education system might be misrepresenting even the history as well. But so listen to what he says. Let let, let me play this again because it's incredible that he's so ignorant and that the people are so ignorant that they don't even understand what he just said. Play this introduction again, and I want you to listen carefully. Again, if you know history, you know what he just said. If you're ignorant of history, it just flew right over your head, apparently, like it did he and the rest of this Canadian parliament. Play this introduction again, and I want you to see if you catch on here. Go ahead and play it again. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian-Canadians, Ukrainian-Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues okay, to Okay, pause it. So it actually, thing. now that I'm watching it, it looks like he might have realized what he just said there. Because he kind of pauses and goes, whoa, oops, what? what? Folks, that, that is the Azov Battalion. That was the Ukrainian Nazis. Huh. So, so it's almost like he just realized what he said reading that speech. It's almost like after he read it, he realized what he actually just said. He says that the Ukrainians fighting the Russians. Folks, that was the Nazis in Ukraine. So for those that don't understand history, let's let's even paint it with a broader brush. Guys, go ahead and look it up right now. How many Russians died in World War II? Let's just do this in real time. We'll just do a history lesson here. I'm not a history buff, but I mean, I, I, I passed history class. I, I guess I'm... I consider myself lucky and blessed enough that I actually had good history professors that actually knew history, and and they didn't even go off the textbook. I mean, I had history professors in college. I remember they were like, yeah, the textbooks basically lie to you about history. And so they would just teach history. They wouldn't even go into the textbook because they were like, yeah, the textbook isn't even accurate. But but, so, So the Soviet Union, Russia, lost 27 million people during World War II, including 8.7 military and 19 million civilians. So Russia, there were more Russians that died in World War II than any other country. And I, I believe, and guys, look this one up too. I, I believe it was more than a million, might have been two million. How many Russians died when they took Berlin? So let's go ahead and plug that one in now. Major pivot point, major victory point for World War II, defeating the Nazis. It was the Russians. And I believe it was more than a million Russians died when when basically they concluded the war in Berlin and and put an end to the Nazis. That was the Russians. That was the Russians. So let's see there. But I believe it was over a million. And they took Berlin. And it was one of the final blows to Hitler's regime and the National Socialist Workers Party. Okay, so maybe I'm thinking of uh, a different battle then. They're saying it was 80,000 here. The point is, maybe it was Stalingrad, maybe it was uh, some other German battle. The point is, millions of Russians died defeating the Nazis. And that was just on one day, 80,000 died. On on May 2nd, 1945, one day, 80,000 Russians died. So I might be thinking about the longer, the, the largest number in, in Germany. The point is, more Russians died defeating the Nazis than any other country. 
And it was a group of Ukrainian Nazis that were still fighting the Russians, that there was still that blood between them and the Russians to this day. Yeah, Stalingrad, 750,000. So, so but the point is clear. So he goes up there and he says, they, he helped fight the Russians. The Russians defeated the Nazis. Like, you are out there promoting Nazism. I think he, after he read it, you kind of tell, he was like, whoa, oops, what did I just read? And so now they're cheering literal Nazis, and I have to give this history lesson. I didn't even get to them standing ovation for this clown. The most powerful M4 is life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include QQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. It's mind control. Mind control. Corruption of your talk. Destruction of your soul. So working on getting Ezra Levant, he's had an emergency come up. We're not sure if he'll be able to join us, but we will hopefully be hearing from him soon. We also have Edward Dowd coming up in the third hour. But but again, it's just like you hear the uh, you hear the Twilight Zone music in the background, or you hear the record skip, and you could see it. I, I think you could see it in the, the 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 Parliament Speaker's face once he read that. He goes. And he helped fight the Russians, and he kind of paused and like took back a little bit. Like, wait, the Russians were our allies. The Russians defeated the Nazis. What? Wait, what? Hmm. I mean, there are serious historical debates that go on 
who was more imperative in defeating the Nazis? Was it the USA or was it the Russians? And you could argue it was the Russians and they suffered more loss of life. And it's really not even close. I mean, that, that's the look of a man who just realized he read a script supporting a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, that's the look on his face right there. Now, again, you have to understand, the, the, the way the Speaker in Parliament works is they're just basically like a robot. They just read it and call it right down the middle. They don't get political at all. They don't show any sides or any favoritism at all. They just go up there and read what they're supposed to read and try to maintain decorum. But, yeah, yeah, buddy, you, you just read a highlight reel for a Nazi. You just read a highlight reel for a Nazi. So let's play it one more time, and then I'll shut up, and you can listen to Canadian Parliament with Vladimir Zelensky giving two standing ovations to a literal Nazi. Not a leftist. I accuse everybody I disagree with of being a Nazi. I, I, everybody wearing a tr- red hat is a Nazi. Everybody that waves an American flag is a Nazi, even though it was the Americans and our great-grandfathers that defeated the Nazis, and many of them died, and D-Day, and everything. No, 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 not like that. Like a literal Nazi. So so here you go. Let's play the whole thing. The, the, the Speaker of Parliament realizing that he just read a highlight reel of a Nazi and then they and then these people give them two standing ovations. Go ahead. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians. Nope. Nope. And continues to support <laughs> the troops today. Realize what he read. Even at his age of ninety-eight. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pause it again. This is too rich. This is actually hilarious. He realizes what he read. Did you see the reaction there? He realizes what he just read. Uh, The Russians were our allies. The Russians defeated the Nazis. I just read a highlight reel supporting a Nazi. You watch his face. First, he gets confused, and then he realizes he's like, he fought the Russians, and then his eyebrows perk up, and his head rears back, and he's like, holy smokes, I just read a highlight reel for a Nazi. All right, I promise this is the last time I'm going to play it. This is just too rich to me. This is just too rich to me. He realizes that he just read a script promoting and hyping up a literal Nazi. I mean, folks, we are just in complete clown world. Just Okay, I, I'm going to shut my mic off. Here you go. He promotes a Nazi. Canadian Parliament, two rounds of applause. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Just watch Canadian, the face. Just please watch the face. Ukrainian it's priceless. Ukrainian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. Yeah, so it goes on forever, and then it's like, you know, this is what they do at, like, ball games, like a baseball game, a guy hits a a third home run or has a big home run, and... They do a standing ovation, and then he walks from the dugout, and then they do another standing ovation. It's like, yeah, he's a hero. We want a curtain call. And now they do it for Nazis. Uh, Ezra Levant, I-, I thank you for joining us. I know uh, you've got some other stuff going on. I want to give you the floor here because here's some of the headlines in response. Apology demanded after MPs honor man who fought for Nazis. Who is Yaroslav Hunk, ex-Waffen SS member, gets applauded in Canadian Parliament. Trudeau and Zelensky honor 98-year-old veteran who fought alongside Nazis in SS division. All right, we're beyond the pale, total twilight zone. Ezra Levant, your response. You know, Trudeau calls everyone he doesn't like a Nazi, and yet he is the first Canadian prime minister in history, or first democratic leader 
in the world that I know of that literally invited a Nazi to, to attend parliament and he got a standing ovation. And I'm not talking about a conscripted guy or an enlisted man, you know, low down in the pyramid of the Nazi Wehrmacht. I'm, I'm talking about someone who volunteered to be part of the SS. That's the nastiest, most brutal fighting force in the Nazi regime. Those are the folks who would hunt for Jews in the attics. Those are the folks who would shoot people and dump them in a mass grave. That's the Nazi Waffen FS. SS. They actually trained at Dachau. They took orders directly from Germany. And this guy sneaked into Canada about 70 years ago by lying about his past. He said he wasn't with the 14th Waffen um, Battalion. He was with the 1st Ukrainian Battalion. They, he, he lied. He faked the name of his group so he could come to Canada. Now, Owen, he lived a quiet life for 70 years, keeping a low profile. Maybe he was worried that some Mossad Nazi hunters would find them, kidnap them, and bring them to Israel for a trial like they did for Adolf Eichmann. So he lives his whole life in Canada. He's 98. There aren't many of these guys left. And then suddenly he gets a phone call from Trudeau's office saying, come on down to Parliament. You're actually a hero. I mean, he's got to be thinking Adolf Hitler would be so proud of me now. And not a single journalist and not a single politician and not a single person in the establishment said, What? If this guy was fighting against the Russians in 43, 44, 45, what side was he on? Because the only people fighting against the, the Soviet Union then were, were the Nazis. Imagine the word trickery necessary to get this guy in. And don't tell me that Trudeau didn't know. I, I heard your analogy with baseball, Owen, but this is more like a State of the Union address. When the president calls out this guy in the crowd, an army veteran calls out that guy in the crowd, you know, a small businessman. They know exactly who he was. He was vetted. He was their hero. And he thought and they just thought they could get away with it. But independent journalists blew the whistle, not the regime media, Owen, independent journalists. You know why? Because the rest of the regime media is in on it. Yeah, the people that cry Nazi, Nazi, Nazi when someone disagrees with them are, are now celebrating a literal Nazi. I, I just I can't even believe now it's the it's the total boy that cried wolf phenomenon. But, you know, if I'm a body language reader, there's two there's two moments that have me extremely intrigued. First of all, you have the speaker there who I think he kind of realizes it. If you watch his face, his his eyes perk up and his head goes back. He's like, wait, he fought the Russians. He's like, wait, he fought the Russians. Like, what am I? Wait, is this guy the Nazi? And then the and then the video where he's like wiping his brow of the sweat. It's like it's like all the stress that he's he's lived under being a Nazi for 70 years. It's like all the stress is now wiped away. He's like, oh, I've lived. I'm a Nazi all these years. And now it's all relieved. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, the fact that the Speaker of the House was reading and looked surprised to read goes to the fact that someone wrote that script for him. The reason I mention that is because this Speaker of the House put out a press release today and made a little statement saying, I'm the only one who knew about this. Don't ask any more questions. It definitely wasn't Justin Trudeau. It definitely wasn't Christia Freeland, our deputy prime minister, whose own grandfather was a Ukrainian Nazi. I mean, there are some weird Nazi ties in Canada. Uh, Justin Trudeau went to Kiev about three months ago and he met with a Nazi uh, apologist that Zelensky himself fired. There was this Ukrainian ambassador who denied the Holocaust, and it was so crazy that Zelensky himself fired this guy. His name is uh, Andrei Melnik. Trudeau met with him after he was fired. What are you doing? And so there's this weird 
thing where Trudeau calls every conservative he hates a Nazi, but Trudeau can't get enough of these Nazis. And today, when the Speaker of the House fell on his sword and said, hey, everybody, I was the only one who knew. Stop asking questions. I was the guy responsible for this. Don't pick on Trudeau. Really? It was obvious he was reading a speech written for him by someone else. This goes straight to Trudeau, and it's another humiliation for Canada at the hands of Trudeau. I think Canadians are starting to get a little bit tired of this guy. Well, and and I kind of want to hone in on this as well. Ezra Levant with us from Rebel News, rebelnews.com, at Ezra Levant on Twitter. Do you think that Trudeau and his cabinet are just so ignorant that they didn't even realize what they were doing and they thought this would just be like a good promotional stunt for the war in Ukraine? I do, because remember, he's been going to Ukraine and meeting, for example, with this Andre Melnik, and he's had no blowback. So I think I think he thought this will work. It's worked so far. Uh, I mentioned the deputy prime minister. Her name is Christia Freeland. Her her grandfather was actually a Nazi. He expropriated a Jewish newspaper in Ukraine and turned it into a Nazi propaganda rag. Now, I'm not blaming a granddaughter for what her grandfather did. All right, folks, you, you can't know, make this up. Ezra, ago. I'm sorry, we're up against a short break. This is a short break. We got five minutes on the other side. Stick stick me stick with me through this break. Let, let's hone in on this. Folks, this is Twilight Zone level. I mean, I, I'm hearing the Twilight Zone music behind me now. My fellow patriots, the trafecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Open Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air.